Dice. Check. Character sheets? Check. Word paintbrush? Check. Friends? Or frenemies? Check. Audience? Check. Let's introduce our cast this season. I'm Rara Clark, and I play Lyrian. I'm Brianna Hughes, and I play Deshauna. We also have Randy White as Radimir. Ray Lampion as Abaddon. Eric Kellermeyer as DLC, downloadable characters. And Jason Liswood, our Dungeon Master. You probably wondered why we gathered you all here tonight. Well, we're in Ravenloft, the demiplane of dread. Yikes. D&D is about adventure. And storytelling. Camaraderie. Visiting fantastical places. Figuring out what is good and evil. Growing both at and away from the table. But most of all, it's about encouraging creativity and curiosity, which transforms into something that can be shared with people like you. So as always, sit back, relax, and and join join us at the table. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Happy Friday. 2021. That's the year after 2020. Wow. Okay. So the role-playing question for tonight is this. Who should your character apologize to with the full knowledge they are entirely in the wrong? But they would still never, ever apologize. Okay? Who should you apologize to, but you will never apologize to them even though you're in the wrong. When you say it like that, of course it sounds ridiculous. Try it like this. Who should you apologize to knowing full well you are in the wrong? <laughs> it's all about intonation. It is about intonation. This is a seven. Was there an the Oxford comma scale. in there somewhere? There is an Oxford comma. Really? Everyone. <laughs> okay. So, just to um, unroll the dice, there are one, two, three, four, five, six players today, which conveniently translates to a six-sided dice. So starting from here, one, two, three, four, five, six, let's begin with, aha, <laughs> I, who are you playing? Okay. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Who are you playing? Oh, one more time. What's your answer? <laughs> no one. Mm, excellent. Apropos, <laughs> mm-hmm. how about this? We'll go the opposite direction, okay? So let's hear from you, Abaddon. Abaddon would... Probably apologize to Chuck. For what? Because he ultimately is the reason he is quote unquote dead. But he doesn't even know Chuck, so he couldn't apologize. Oh. Ah, that's better. That's clever. Oh, excuse me. Um, Ovex, please give yourself an. I cannot do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sorry, DM fee out for this one. But you can choose another player to give them a inspiration at any given point. How does that sound? Excellent. Okay. Abaddon, give yourself an inspiration for that answer. Bittersweet, I think, which is a great way to start our particular adventure tonight. How about you, Dashana Dagon? Uh, The only person that Dashana can think of is her elven teacher, Riordan. Um, She got rid of her other teacher, Moon, and Riordan and Moon were very close. Um... Moon is no longer around, but Deshauna did it for a reason, and she will never apologize 
Gerardin for doing that. Did you kill her? Yes. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Give yourself an inspiration for that, Deshauna Dagon. Next up we have, I have no idea who you're playing. Oh, my dear friend, Winifred Wimple. I'm so sorry I wasn't there to protect you. This place keeps us apart. I shall miss your smiling face. And may we soon meet in the ether beyond. Give yourself an inspiration for that. Stepberry. More Stepberry. More Stepberry. <laughs> First Corporal. I'm sorry. <laughs> more Corporal. More Stepberry at your service, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Give yourself an inspiration for that, Corporal Stepberry. Next up, we have Lyrian Locke. <laughs> it's quite the list to choose from. <laughs> Yeah. But... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Or am I? (laughs) But I think given the relevancy of everything, it would be Deshauna. Why? I've never said sorry to her. (laughs) And I never will. Um, Because of the blame I put on her for acting as she did with Obex and trying to get herself killed and only being focused on her family and trying to redeem herself and this, like, hero figure she tries to impose and Lyrian just can't stand the taste of. It's just that appalling. Mm -hmm. So she'll never apologize for what she's done or for what she's said. Awesome. (laughs) Excellent answer, Lyrian Hawk. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Want to make that... Clear. <laughs> that's, that's meta too. She'll never, ever. But lightning scar on the chest. Give yourself an inspiration for that, Larry. Oh, Locke. did it hurt? <laughs> Sorry, I had to change helmets. I couldn't talk out of the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you just like bumper helmet yourself? <laughs> Give yourself an inspiration for that, Larry Lock. And last but not least, Radomir, uh, Aram. Um. So, I, I don't know if he knows anybody in particular, but he was spent most of his life very focused on both his duty and his research, but he ignored a lot of people. So, there's probably plenty of people that he off, uh, or ignored that he never would apologize to. Fair. Because he doesn't know. The general masses. <laughs> yeah. He was very... Oblivious to people. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Give yourself an inspiration for that, Radomir. So, uh, thank you so much for your role-playing questions, folks. It is wonderful to illuminate your characters' backstories, huh? Let's start with the opposite direction here. What happened in the last adventure? Just give me one juicy sentence. We're talking grade A prime Doinza DA beef. <laughs> oh, God. Radomir's like, what happen? is Doinza? A single sentence. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't funny. know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, Radomir's very irritated that people keep dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair reaction. <laughs> what was the last death that you recall? Uh, that was, I believe, Oh, Zugna? Zugna, yeah. yeah. We're all just tired of the death at this point. It is interesting, right? He keeps Where failing to save these people, so. Fair, yeah, yeah. Well, what does that make uh, Radomir feel? Frustration. Good. (laughs) This is the realm of dread and (laughs) (laughs) frustration. (laughs) Larry and Locke, thank you so much, Radomir. Larry and Locke, what do you recall? I mean, 
the frogs in particular, just because they were interesting, mm-hmm. but also losing another two, right? Or was it just, yeah, another two companions that have just miraculously showed up. She never liked to begin with, but is seriously questioning now. Yes. And that um, with the, it was the spider that fell through, right? Mm-hmm. And just <laughs> broke through all the layers. And then we we heard him, right? We heard mm-hmm. True Meridian taunt. So bring it on. Sounds good. Excellent. What do you recall, Corporal? How, how did we get here? This is this is very strange. We have been summoned. Prepare for our final battle. Who told her she could show up? Uh, who are you? Uh, well, I think that was two different voices. Uh, so, <laughs> so it'll be, be more of a who are they? Wars. Who are they? Fair. So they're they're hanging out. Yeah. All right. And uh, as for everyone else. Oh, 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 I am dead. Zog! Oh, it stinks that I just have died under Lyrian's watch. I hope I was helpful. You know, it's no fun being having spiders birth from your body. I am dead as well. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> so many! Oh my god! <laughs> dude, dude, dude! This sucks. I didn't even go platinum. Lame. Uh, dead. Oh, uh, I couldn't even disarm one simple trap. Mm. Dead. And, uh, Francis. oh, the Francis, Francis, um, I have received the fate that is in my destiny. There is now only one hawker left. Okay, that was hard. Excellent role playing. Let's take that previous inspiration. Use it. Appreciate it being spent, and you get a new inspiration right there. (laughs) With that fresh, brand new inspiration smell. Okay? Uh, Thanks. Cinnamon? Yes. The upholstery is good. Keep it. Keep it. Next up. Um, We defeated a a giant rock spider that was the, the top of Rook and Cranny, and now we're essentially sitting under the moonlight. There's a hole going down the mountain. I remember we were working on some crystals, or, like, they were crystals that gave us... They're, like, little boosts that we can use. Oh. Wow. I can't believe I forgot about that. The necrotic and radiant orbs. Yeah. And I apologize to Lyrian. Oh. But they will never apologize back to you, but you don't know that. Excellent. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know. ma'am, are in uh, the dark. Actually, she might. She is a telepath. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, you were just walking by one day. You stubbed your toe. You know what? I'm never going to apologize to you. To sh- <laughs> Even though I really hurt. should. <laughs> you know what I'm never going to do? <laughs> As I'm thinking about my toe that hurts. <sighs> oh, Ow. Wow. All right. Pretty hard. <laughs> Apologize. Don't do it. Last but not least, what do you recall? Oh, actually, no. Second to the last. What do you recall? <laughs> I got ate by frogs twice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then I cut it. my way out of them. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And last but not least, well, I'm just sitting here watching this group uh, going around, and it's pretty interesting. Maybe they need me in their service. Maybe they don't. 
It's fine. That's Ovex's real voice. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> it's the dragon, isn't it? It's the it? dragon we all forget about every time. <laughs> oh, right. Uh-huh, the fairy dragon. <laughs> it's my the- buddy. <laughs> okay. And does anyone remember my name? No. Chromedes. Uh, chrome something, right? Chromedes? Close enough. <laughs> if not, I just say criminally. You know, Car- Carmen diddly dub. Carmen, All right, folks, kick your feet up. Let's play some D and D. Let's do this. Uh, so we're going straight in. I think so. You all look over the. It sounds like you're standing over the abyss. As you stare, you wonder. A tug or a tug just pulls into your psyche, where you wonder: Have I turned into the very thing I am fighting? After many, many. Moments in the sea, many, many friends felled by foes all around you. You wonder for a fleeting moment, am I the monster? Before you stands a gaping, gaping, inky black hole, and you do not know where it leads off to, but save for the tug in your soul. Or what's left. (laughs) Or what's left, yeah. All right, before we go down, Radimir, how many potions do we have left? Uh, I've got, uh, check here, uh, I've got four, looks like, so, hmm. I can hand them out. Do you think that's a good idea? Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, each of us takes one. One for Dashana, one for Lyrian, one for Abaddon. One for you. One for me. Yes. Thank you. There's two of you, Sam. No, we're not there. Oh, yes, I thought you were. <laughs> not there yet. I thought you randomly showed up. In this. Oh, oh, right, right. No, no. Right, right, we're not there yet. <laughs> so that at least checks out <laughs> in the context. <laughs> okay. And greater healing potions. Greater healing. That was what I had four of. And thank after you. He, yes, thank you. After he hands us that, I'm going to transform into werebat form. Describe how you all descend into the my bad abyss. Oh, oh, you're going to go in bat form. Sorry. <laughs> That's new. This bat bat form is kind of cool. Not gonna lie, makes me miss Archie. Bat bat. Hopefully, I'll get to see him again on plus seven seven five to hit at KWNK ninety seven point seven FM. <laughs> <laughs> That's very new. Nice. Bat bat. <laughs> so, any ideas? Bat bat. Well, I can't fly. So, <clears throat> mm. you, Deshaun, may roll me a perception as you turned into bat form. Featherfall? Perception. Fifteen. You hear the medlem of marine life all around you, and what feels like, if you're thinking of a radar blip, life, 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 and as you further, as you're pointing your ears into the abyss, as if it just stops. Like that humdrum of life, that rich biodiversity just stops in that direction you're heading towards. Mm. And the one thing that you do pick up is this pulsating hum that won't quite that just bores into your senses do you guys hear that no no okay it's not voices this time that's good i don't believe her i heard that (laughs) well the voices are still there we're still there for sure yeah there's a humming coming down from below as in a song or as in something more as if all the sounds of life in the ocean just suddenly stopped, and there's a perpetual, ominous hum. And you're sure it's not coming from the coin? Yes. Mm, good point. 
Uh, frankly, I'm not surprised. Can we get this over with? I have a question. Did we rest? Do you remember? You full rested. Okay. Yes, you took a long rest. No, I, I, I disagree. I think we're going to go into this half. half Stop it! Doing. Uh, Radamant is, before we start, mm-hmm. going to walk over to Lyrian and cast Death Ward again. Oh! <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, I think this is the time when it's actually going to be needed. Oh, it definitely worked last time, too. <laughs> do any of you have... You still have the ring, right? Yeah. Good. We might need that, too. Flying. Oh, boy. Abilities. I have feather fall. Can slow the descent. I can fall very rapidly. I too can I'll, do that. Mm, hmm. I don't want to. I'll though. carry one of you. I'm probably lighter. <laughs> probably. If I were that, I would throw one of you, and you could fly. <laughs> That's gliding. Um, Falling with style. <laughs> the I'll, young ones tell me it's called yeet. Oh my gosh. Uh, God. <laughs> um, and it's just pitch. There's nothing. There's nothing. Pitch. No. Anyone with dark vision, you can see that it tapers off into nothing. Is it straight down? Straight down. You do. You in bat form can hear the sound of rushing water as well. I mean, is it acting more as a portal or? It is as natural as natural can be. That is. It does not feel like, or does not, you, your senses do not give you this uncanny, sort of make-believe sort of quality to the sound. That it is as if you were to step out and lay in the beach, that kind of thing. Oh, I, I communicate to them that I hear rushing water below. It's not engineered. Right. Sense. I will grab Abaddon. Oh, there we go. And... Featherfall might be the best option. I think so. Ready? I mean, and I can... So who am I casting it on? Not you? I think me. Yeah, you. And you, you're carrying Abaddon? Mm-hmm. So I'll cast Featherfall oh. on Radomir and I. <laughs> Return the, f- you know, some helpful favor. <laughs> Grab Abaddon. Hey. And I fly down. Into the hole. And so I two. jump. Three, two, one. Yeah, everyone goes. Okay. Dragon. You all descend and hurtle forth. With your spells, though, you keep your cool, your composure. And you find yourself tunneling further and further and further down. It gets claustrophobic fast. It is as if there's a vice being pressed not just against your body, and you can feel it with all the jagged scratches, cuts that will bore into your skin and prick your skin, but also your headspace as you feel a pressure. Think of a thousand, thousand leagues under the sea kind of deal as your head just starts to pound. The hum that the Shana Dagon gets louder and louder, and you find yourself, if you're looking at that map on the screen there, you are landing, let's see, one o'clock from number one. And you find yourself slowly, for some of you, Featherfall, landing, landing, landing. The rest of you who are just kind of flying as you kind of set your feet, you find yourself standing in an underwater cavern, and we can begin. The sound of crashing water all around you. It ebbs and flows, rushing through alcoves and gullies. There is a hum like a tuning fork that doesn't let up. It pierces your skull. 
and rattles your vision. You look to your skin, and it feels like cling film, with rows upon rows upon rows of water droplets that hang on even after shaking. The air is cold and heavy. Breathing and talking feels like gulping cake batter through a coffee straw. A bloated corpse nearby puffs up to release a mist of droplets that stink of pent-up decay. Fleshy black tubes pour and wrap around the entire cavern complex. Stepping anywhere yields a surprising warmth. You note the sensation of rushing liquid as the corpus tubes push back in equal measure. The cavern ceiling rises to and beyond 100 feet, where it melds into jagged crooks and curtain karst faces. It is dark here, save for the faint light cast by gnarled crystals that glow in opposite directions. A cruel and clear voice cuts through the chambers. Child, we have Drek. Hang them, rip them, eat them. Just be quiet. Let me work. I am almost done. I will. We will be together again. Folks, as you are standing there, you feel the earth underneath you rumble, and that flesh underneath you, those tubes, think of so many black tubes with just rivulets around them, gorge and contract, and you see a single creature form in front of you with a smile, a familiar face for some of you. A stranger for most of you. You see a blast from the past as a kuke mm-hmm. forms from the ground underneath. Their body melded into the corpus tubes as well. Everyone roll me initiative. <laughs> I'm going to roll initiative wow. for both of my characters at the same time, if that's all right. Make things easier. Sure. I will use the lower initiatives. And here's the deal. It's always good to ask questions. I'm sure you have a lot of questions running through your head. The more you ask, the richer this place will get fleshed out. So based on your perceptions as well, just to put things in context, you can see that this place is massive. It's a complex. There are lights that are being emitted on multiple corners. And for each one of those numbers there, that's supposed to represent about 40 feet. So where you're at, the next, stop, the next spot of two is 40 feet up. Think jagged, very jagged shelves. Mm-hmm. Okay? Wonderful. All right. Uh, 25 to 20. 20. 20 to 15. <laughs> no? Oh, boy. Um, 15 to 10. 
11. I want to cheat. Where are you at, Jed? All by cheating. I'm at 20, but not <laughs> cheating. <laughs> I'm at uh, 13. Excuse me, sir. There's no cheating allowed. No cheating allowed. <laughs> I don't want to be talked down by Wimple's sister. <laughs> How do you spell a kuke? Uh, e k u k e i. That's a blast from the past. Uh, um, what did you get, um, Eric? Ten for Moore's and. Uh, Again, they're know? going at the same time at the low initiative just to make life easier for me. Okay. Uh, where are they? You are all landed right like one o'clock from one. So right. with those steps. And let me describe the scene around you a little bit more. Are they here too? Am I am I there when they show up right at number one with them? We could roll now. The willpower. Uh, do I just need to know if my characters are there? You tell me. Yes, they're right. They're down there waiting for Lyrian Locke to show up. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> TikTok, lady. <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. Oh, there you are. We can begin. You notice all around you as you observe your landscape here. It is covered. There is rock, but there is also fleshy, tubular things everywhere. Think of so many earthworms that are just plucked from the ground after raining. So this is an entire cavern of it. And we're talking these tubes contract, swell, and you can see that liquid is being poured through it. So it's like we're inside of something living. Uh-huh. I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh-huh. So, so I got a five. I'm lost. Oh, no. So this is nothing like what we saw in Future Fever Dream with the Kuke and True Meridian. Hmm. Right? I don't know. No. The okay. answer is no. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He looks like an underwater vampire. Oh, right. On your picture. Oh, oh, right. Let me do, describe the kuke. <laughs> the kuke, actually, as you get a little bit of their face, let me show you here and so that it can help me. Like an well. underwater version of Strahd. <laughs> you see a facimil of a humanoid shape. It, they have elven features, save for cutting off the ears and then placing, replacing all the hair with barnacles at the top. There is a pallid green, like a sort of spectral flame that hasn't been given nourishment for many ages. Wow. Ikuke's body melds straight into the ground, where the tubes and Ikuke almost look seamless and one. Mm-hmm. You get this impression, you just get this as a freebie, that wherever Ikuke can go effectively wherever the tubes are, as you see Ikuke just moving and undulating in the faint light. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And is he just glaring at us? or Ikuke makes a sound. Every okay. time... Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ikuke opens their mouth to a grin and you see it try to make words. knowing, Trying to communicate anything. It is pulling from its knowledge, whatever it is, and it makes that sound in very pained utterances. Wow. This Yikes. is awesome and not at the same time. I know. How many questions, like, what questions may I answer? This is good. Keep asking. Out of character, I thought a kuki was a kenku. No. A kenku? Why was that? <laughs> you know what? I did the same thing. Uh, I thought nice. the same thing at some point in time. <laughs> I guess I should be clear. The one time you described him as a bird-like creature. That's probably why we thought. My bad. Kenku. Definitely didn't think Kenku because of how he talked. Uh, <laughs> Aarakocra. 
<laughs> what else? Um, <laughs> what questions does the table have? How do I kill it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to use fire. Resistance. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Now you have to apply it to yourself. <laughs> well, guys, can we go back up? <laughs> oh, oh, actually, the folks who have uh, experience with Ikukemi Romeo history, it's been so long. Not me. <laughs> no. Good. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's been be, that long. It's been that long. Well, everything's going to be a surprise. Let's have some fun today. Who's up first? Oh, put down zero for the layer. Uh, first layer? things first. Uh, Who's layer? Then layer. Okay. <laughs> I have layer up here. Uh-huh. Layer goes to the bottom. I have a layer action. I thought layer was top. Layer, he has a layer action. He's saying it goes at the end of the round. No, no, he has a different layer action. Uh, so a layer action. roll. Oh, no. O layer. O layer. O layer. No, 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 no. I'm layer one. He's layer zero. Okay. That's good. That works too. Let's get one thing right. Okay, so layer one and layer zero. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. I think I'm doing it. I'm not. Layer is starting to not sound like a word. All right. So first off. We need to do something at the top of the round. Which Question. is? We have, a, we have a tug of war. This is true. Let me describe this thing. When your two shadow friends meld into existence, you see first a blank look, like a robot powering up or a computer powering up. But then they come too. Ah, here we are. Time to the smiths of justice. I was wondering when they'd show up. Just a matter of time at this rate, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel strange. Vera, Vera. Uh, I know. I can't think straight. Um, That's not promising. We've never seen two of them together. No. Well, save for, the, for in the inn. Yeah. True. Anyway, we have more important things to deal with. I think it is time for you to stop playing, Shadows. You are out of this domain. You will be a part of this domain. Uh, we, we are doing as we are told. You are mine. Uh, I, I don't know if that's totally true. Can we hear that? Yes. Yes. Oh no, we can't it's fight. time for you to embrace your truth. So, it's time for you to engage True Meridian... In tug of war, make a charisma check. Me? Yep. For this season of plus seven seven five to hit, it's difficult not to question what do our heroes have left to lose. Tune in here on KWNK ninety seven point seven to hear our tale unfold. Why? What? Versus True Meridians <laughs> charisma check. Control. No. I have a plus twelve. So your charisma check also adds in your your plus it's plus ten yeah. is a save. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty much a save. You add in your proficiency bonus. It's okay. He rolled really bad. I don't know what dice to use. It doesn't matter. It does. Yeah. Constitution. No, Sir, your vile wickedness ends today. Your aspirations are not your own. They are projections of your friends. Ah, and we shall project all of them upon you. All right? Sounds good. Uh, yes! Is that something she was actively doing, or you guys just needed me to roll? I don't get it. So, 
You want to explain? No, no, no. no. We're not going to explain it yet. <laughs> Sounds good. Who's up first? Um, it is Abaddon. Abaddon, you oh, see an old, you see an old friend? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. You don't quite recall what their abilities were way back when, but how do you proceed? They are standing. We're going to do this because it's a theater of the mind. We'll do short distance. That is, you can get within there with one movement and attack. Medium means you will have to spend a dash. No. No, no, no. Short means you can just move, attack, move again. Um, medium means that you will have to spend your move, your entire movement to get there and attack. And long means you will have to dash and you won't be able to get there in, within this turn. Gotcha. So this is short. Okay. Uh, question then. With the tubes, how spread out are they from where he is right now? Ooh, I dig it. It is a massive tubes, and I appreciate you asking. You get this impression that your movement is halved for the duration of you walking around on foot. Okay. Where's my horse? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? I'm <laughs> sorry. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, quick. Can I see the pen? Sure. So it's. Like, Are you drawing the map right now? Because. So he says like this. Because. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's his noggin, and he's kind of like. <laughs> Got a little, kind of like an octopus, spreading out. Sure. Like that, and then kind of going off. I dig it. Yeah, it's all, directions. but it's just a bunch of, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, tubes everywhere. Okay. It's everywhere. There's to the point where you're just impeded. And, and these tubes, do they? Are they? They're a part of him. So feasibly, would it be uh, feasible, I guess, to think that or to believe that? Hurting them would hurt him. You may roll me an investigation. I'm not good at that, but I will certainly attempt. <laughs> two. <laughs> With a two, you are thinking of an analogy, because analogies help us make sense of things, right? Mm -hmm. You're thinking, okay, if I break off a little piece of this, will it hurt the whole thing? Hmm. At one point, you wonder, well, if I break off a honeycomb, will the, all the bees die? <laughs> You're thinking that maybe not so hot. <laughs> that, yeah, it'll do. It'll irritate more than anything. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know if I gave me anything yeah. in terms of it too. How does that sound? Um, sure. Okay. Sure. So I will go ahead and move up to him, mm -hmm. and I will. You see a grin, and what you think passes for a conversation in a different time. Okay. Like them trying to have a conversation with you. Abaddon just kind of looks at him sad. Like, he shows pity. You see that as they move their mouth, their jaw just unhinges, and they're trying to communicate in that warbled, shrieking, groaning way. I'll pat him on the shoulder, and then I'll attack. Sounds good. You may proceed. He'll whisper a soft, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, there's a 19 on the die. There's a 14 on the die. And a six on the die. Each are plus ten. Sounds good. We'll hit. Uh, thirty-eight points. Thirty-eight points of damage. Okay. What kind of damage is it? Uh, magical slash bat 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 bat. As you do so, you see that as soon as you connect, you do hit. You cut clean through, and as the slash forms, you start to see tubes start to ride up the creature's body, wrap around its leg, onto its thigh, pass its. Mm. And into 
<laughs> the part that you slashed, and you start to see it cover the wound, and it starts to regenerate. As a groan gets less loose. Of course. Well, I'm not sure what hurts him, so... Vladimir, <laughs> do you get the impression that maybe this isn't what he signed up for either? It definitely seems that way. Okay. At this, Ikuke will writhe forth like an overweight slug that's been left in the rain. It leaves a trail of tubes behind it, and the water underneath and a little bit around as well turns into a thick slime as the creature moves towards you. It attacks. Who is it attacking? Abaddon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I don't understand why. (laughs) All right, Abaddon, baby. Got this advantage. Oh, yeah? A lot of D8s. You got me a coat. Oh, the cold coat? Yeah. Hey, cool. It's immune to cold. <laughs> that's Two nice. attacks. I mean, that's nice. Plus eleven. <laughs> it wasn't immune, but now it is. So, my good uh. dude, does a twenty-three and a twenty-one hit? Yes. Brilliant. So let's do this. Good. It. You see it raise its facsimile of a hand, and another tube almost unerringly draws towards Ikuke. The tube starts to form into a sharp, glistening sword, and it rips and pulls that particular tube, which was still kind of wiggling, and then it gets hard rock and solid. It slices into you. You all see this, by the way. Let's have some fun. Is that what we're calling it? Roll me a constitution for both of these. 49 points of acid damage. And how do you do it in both your con checks? I got a crit on one and a 24 on the other. Excellent. For a brief moment, a you crit. saw... Nice. For a brief moment, you saw some of your armor, the part that wasn't quite well wrought, start to bubble and pop as you saw acid boring through. And for a brief moment, you got this impression in just you that if you failed, this thing would be doing acid metal on you. Oh, I don't, I'm not wearing metal. Oh. Oh, that's why you passed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you for thinking, man, if I had any coins. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's right got a few of gold. Sounds good. So you'll just have that free bit of information. This creature, when they do attack, it's like as if they're casting a acid metal, a variant of heat metal gotcha. on you. Interesting. Next up is Radomir. Radomir! <laughs> so right now, the way the light is casting Radomir... So just imagine uh, almost a bit Star Wars-ish, where you see Ikuke on that corpus tubes just hovering a little bit and just having sliced onto Abaddon. Abaddon. <laughs> and the light from the crystals are just emanating on them. Oh boy, I don't know what to do. Um, Radomir is just going to try to cast a spell on Ikuke. Sounds good. He's going to try to cast Raven Feeblement. So a mm. points... And a black beam of energy. Yeah, the side profile. Sounds good. Well, what should I roll? Uh, I make a spell tag, actually. Excellent. Get uh, it. Probably not. No, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 16. Oh. We'll hit. <gasps> Yay! Uh, so... <laughs> so, if he uses strength for his attacks, then he deals half damage. Sounds good. That's it. <laughs> Sounds good. As you cast, describe your ray of enfeeblement for us. It's a black beam of energy that hits him, basically. Excellent. You see, as it connects, a lot of the corpus that seems to be feeding into the creature 
just shrivel up to the point where they become noodle size and they fall off. But as soon as they fall off, it worked. But as soon as they fall, you see many more just mm-hmm. trying to connect and reconnect. But all, are they all noodles? No. <laughs> Every single time they reform, they're big and engorged. But as soon as they connect, they just shrivel. Ah. Yep. Excellent questions. Can you explain it? Like, I'm still not grasping what the tubes look like. Sure. Think of these wirings, actually. Okay. And actually, think of this with like really fat worms. Okay. That are so engorged that they have these rivulets that are just containing their flesh. Okay. I was thinking kind of like veins almost. Oh, yeah. okay. And occasionally, yeah. that's a good vivid imagery there, uh, Radimir. You see that occasionally they pulse from liquid. You can you can oh. guess that there's a sort of liquid just. Okay, but they're wrapping around the stuff. None of them are like sticking out of the air, the ground, or anything like that. They're they're wrapped around. Like, they're everywhere in this complex. I was thinking okay. something like this. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. No. You know what? It's a person who hasn't. Uh, it's a person with uh, high blood her? pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking just the intestinal tract with how it like that too. Okay. Okay. I get it now. That cool. Too. Awesome. Everywhere. Everywhere. To the point where it does cause issue for folks who are moving on foot. Uh, Radmir, are you done? Mm-hmm. Lyrian, you are up. Oh, yikes. Um, if I talk to Deshana, can I still hold, like, a spell for, like, a trigger? I'll see why not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, sorry, guys. You may all roll me for perception, by the way. Higher than 18. <laughs> 17. I'm too confused. 30. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. You see 21. six people playing around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're called the dark powers. I can see through the fourth wall. <laughs> 21. So anyone with a 15 or higher, you can, actually 12 or higher, you can perceive that those um, pillars, those things that are emanating light, now, as the fight has started, appear to, if you ever see a strobe effect mm-hmm. on a light, uh-huh. there are creatures that appear to be swirling around all of them now, oh. as well, as the fight oh. has started. And there is a it's rhythm, a synchronous sort of rhythm to them swirling around. The creatures are a medley of underwater life. They look mm. a little bit like this. Crustaceans? Crustaceans. They're probably four to feet, five feet tall. Crab okay. people. Crab, Crab people. And you also see... Carnivorous the, crustaceans clothed in combat cleats. You also see... Nice. That was... That's well done. You also see folks that are more like True Meridian, Tritons, okay? No way. Flying around. Okay. Swimming. Swimming, thank you. Around those lights. With a 30, you also see from the hole you came in, you can almost see the light of the moon slowly getting towards the hole, almost in a place of like where an eclipse might occur. And it's slowly inching towards. Uh. (sighs) Oh. And on top of that, sorry, there are probably about, let's say, aha, uh-huh, there's 20 in each one of those, of those creatures swirling about. Each? Yeah, swarms. Okay. Oh, boy. And is it, I mean, is it active Just think of a, yeah, think of an active swirling. It's like a oh. school of fish. Does it almost look like, because those are the, like, the, the, the poles with the little swirlies around them, those are what those lights are? Yes. Because... They're, at I, least the lights are being emanated from does those. Does it look like kind of an aquarium? 
type of feel? Like you're looking through the aquarium glass and see the fish all uh, swimming around? You see, again, a swarm of these creatures swimming around these almost pylons, these plinths, with runic writing on them. And you, actually, the people who worked with Sarah Wimple, can roll me a knowledge nature. Oh, I, I got that one. Uh, no, I don't. We were there, didn't we? Me too. Yeah. You were all involved in her experimentations. In the future. I got 17. Lyrian Locke. These are the what? four biggest deposits of Arcanel you've ever seen. <gasps> oh, no way. <laughs> Raw. Untouched Arcanel. Oh no! What? Um, uh, Deshana, can you go over to that big thing over there and just uh, look at it for me? Just, do you, let's do you remember the Arcanel? At some point, when a friend <laughs> as he's cut, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing that sort of acted like a drug and gave you. Ugh, what did it do? Rain in a jar. Everything and nothing. All I recall about Arcanel was that it was some kind of orange goop. In a tank. Yes, and that's what's in those. Ew. We have more important problems right now. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> Deshauna! Yeah! Maybe you could try talking to him, and I'm going to start getting ready to cast something in case he, at the for the next time he attacks. Yeah, sorry, that was a weird, interrupted your turn. Who's up next? Moore's and Bira. Yep. You act, but it is not your own will. Ah, I will show you the will of justice. For for truth, for the dinosaur. Oh, hello there. I'm Sarah Wimple. I just popped by in the Fairfold Combine to remind you that you're listening to Plus 775 to Hit on KWNK 97.7 Public Radio, broadcasting to the Reno-Sparks area. Next stop, the dimension of carnivorous crustaceans clothed in combat cleats. Yeah! Alright, uh, bonus action, Abaddon, gain 11 temps uh, from Rally. Charge in with the Great Axe Matilda and begin to cleave, cleave three attacks because I'm a fighter. Sounds good. Fighters get lots of attacks. Oh, yeah! Uh, does a 24 hit. Not for this? Yeah, it does. 19? <laughs> yes. And 18. Will hit. Oh, I did a lot of damage then. 19 points, another 19 points, and then 17 points. 38, 55 points of damage. 55 points of damage. 38 plus 17 is 55. Excellent, excellent. Describe how it looks like. So, Moore's just comes in, and he doesn't... I mean, he's not super flashy. He is very accurate. He knows exactly where he's going to go. And he goes in onto where the corpus tubes are, kind of rising up to where Akuke's legs are, and he just starts to hack them like a woodcutter, like he's trying to fell a tree. Just one... Two, three, going deeper each time. And it is impressive. You see flecks of that wood chips flying through the air, fleshy bits, that as soon as they get sliced off, they shrivel and kind of vanish. You shall fall, foul creature. Mm. Uh, Vera, she takes her trident, slams it on the ground, 
echoing throughout the whole chamber, aims it at Ikuke. The sea will take you back. Uh, her skin starts to shrivel and tighten as the uh, tighten as the trident sucks some of her own life energy out, sucking away a quarter of her hit points. And she fires this tightly compacted beam of seawater at her. It functions as a disintegrate spell. Make a des- make a uh, dexterity saving throw. I dig it. As this was happening the entire time, Ikuke just was getting pelted by Stepberry. And their body, while they're getting pelted, just moves their neck 180 Ugh. to take the hit and just stare down. Uh, who's this? Vera. Okay. So make a dexterity saving throw. They have advantage for some reason. Uh, I wonder <laughs> why that happens. Okay. Ah. Okie dokie. What does a 16 get me? It does not get you anything because I have a 17 DC. Oh! Sounds good. Describe it for me. What happens? Okay. So the seawater hits him. And it just starts peeling away all of the skin in the area that it hits. And you're going to take 10d6 plus 40 damage. Roll it, baby. Oh, I forgot that's how much 10d6 plus does. 40? May I, describe this, may I describe the spell as it's flying? So it's... You want me to or you want you to? I have an idea for it. Okay, yes, absolutely. As it connects, you start to see the corpuses, the tubes, fiercely trying to replace what decaying necrotic flesh keeps just getting peeled down and falling to the ground. But the decay is faster and more robust than any sort of regeneration that this creature can do. 73 points of damage. 73 points of damage. <laughs> Disintegrate is great. Yeah, seriously. I haven't even gotten to my turn yet. (laughs) So, here's the deal. As you start to see this creature regenerating as quickly as it can, it can't. Its body is starting to fall limp a little bit, and you hear a voice inundating through the air. Enough. Quit playing with your food, child. I need to focus, and you are making a ruckus. They are near. I can feel it. Take care of them. That is all. Ikuke's body was asunder. That spell eviscerated them. But you see that their body splits once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven times. And you see all the corpus tubes start to form together and entwine. Their head now just rips open and you see a lamprey sort of mouth. Not unlike a eel, and you see this massive creature writhing in front of you. That, (laughs) several times over, you see before you this mess, as the entire complex shivers and quakes from all the movement. Ah, there it is. Lord. Where there was one okuke, you now see a writhing complex shaking and shuddering and heaving under its own weight. Ikuke has started to split into seven of them. And each one, their heads just like a Van Gogh painting or a Picasso painting where it's just melding into their one fleshy tentacle. There is no face. There is just mass. Oh no. Is it still worth trying to talk to him? No. You hear The light is the only thing that keeps you grounded here. It is black underneath this creature. The entire area is impeded movement as you now see that the in, like 
parts of the ground that were all tubes have started to rise as well. Okay, Deshana, welcome to your turn. <laughs> Glad to be here. Are you around? I'm, I'm going to rise up and hover. How tall are they rising out of the ground? Now? Sounds good. Everywhere you rise is impeded. Everywhere. It is, just think of a jungle gym with vines everywhere, except they're fat tubes. So even if I'm up in the air, it'll be impeded? Yes. Well, there goes that plan. Bonus action. I will activate my Crimson Rite of the Flame water spout. I know you don't like fire, but it's the worst. Also, by the way, I don't know if I described it clearly, but you can see almost like a fan of seven lamprey heads. Okay. Um, Let's get in the fray, eh? That, that, that. I want to be in the front. <laughs> that, that, that. Uh, five points of damage I take from activating the right. Um, and for my action, I'm going to activate the clockwork sun blade. So describe this to Jed. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> so Deshauna pulls out a sword hilt. Sword hilt that's made up of all sorts of gears and twisted metal. It's kind of glimmers even with the little light there. So you adjust the dot, dot, and all of Ikuke's eyes just stare in on it. And you hear the grinding of the thing. And the beam slowly extends out. Oh! Seriously? How far out does it? So if we can describe it, like, so if Deshana's doing that, all heads are doing this to Deshana. (laughs) And the light is just casting down. Mm -hmm. Um, Excellent. A short sword, so a d6. It illuminates like a... Um, it illuminates... Pure sunlight emanates yes, from... Yes, pure sunlight emana- emanates from it. Yes. It's not quite used to that. Um, and then I'm going to... And then Water Spout is on fire. Wait, so the, the sword was my action. I don't get another one. The sword is an interaction to right. draw and ignite. Okay. Sounds good. So That's I'm your turn. There. Good. Legendary action for it. As you see the creature, while the entire time you were unsheathing your blade, everyone else, please roll me a perception while Deshaun is getting all epic. Well done. Thanks. I don't see anything. 25. 25? 12. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Larian, you are like hyper aware right now. The entire time when Deshaun was unsheathing their blade, you saw... Several corpus tubes wrapping around Dashana, and a circle of corpus tubes wrapping around Dashana. For this legendary action, it wraps. No, I can't. Not until I cast my spell, because I was holding an action until I hurt somebody, attack somebody. Does that count? Sure. Well, how about you do that, and then we'll do this leg- legendary action, because it's going to envelop, uh, like a big old pile of flesh is just going to wrap Dashana. Constrict. Will it not if I do an damage to it? Who knows? Give it a shot. Okay. Because oh, but, how, but she's in there. How tra- <laughs> how how tragic. Oh no. <laughs> oh well, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> because my plan was holding like acid ball, so this is fun. So I guess roll uh, Dex. Are you waiting for Deshauna to be fully enveloped, or are you gonna launch it so that it hits the inside game. as it tries to envelop? So shooting for trying, making sure I don't hurt her. I'm trying to see if you're trying to shoot the outside shell or if you're trying to get it inside as it's enveloping so it just encompasses and takes all of it because it blows up inside it. Wait. wait oh. it, it does acid. Oh, right. I forgot. 
Oh well, gotcha. I already, I already did it. No, you can switch it. It's the same spell, but you can change it. No, you can, you can go to make a uh, uh, Arcana check. We all know how those go yep. for me. <laughs> so should we do it for? Yeah, do an Arcana check as you cast it to see if. Uh, yeah, you could have maybe seen how it. Fifteen. To see if like because it uses acid to see. I if forgot it, already that it uses. It acid. will be pretty much. Yeah, yeah sure. I thanks. Mean. <laughs> well, crap. Yeah, indeed. I can see, like, Larian's getting ready to do it, and Deshauna's about to be enveloped, looking for hope from Larian. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Never mind. Nah. But no, no, Deshauna's just she really misty, into misty it. steps yeah, out. I'm, I'm not sorry. And oh, now that I feel it, I don't feel a sense of responsibility. Not at all. Not at all. So maybe I don't? <laughs> no. It's one of those things where um, you're standing really ethically, and there's a big tube that's just forming in the back. Oh, okay. Man, that's going to get me nowhere in this fight. That sucks. Down a whole third level. Loss. It's a killer. Just lightning bolt it. Sure, lightning Use your bolt. Eighth level spell. Huh? Use your eighth level spell. <laughs> Just wasted on this Howard guy. Howard Kill. I'm like, what is my eighth level spell? <laughs> um, okay, so still, it's the same mantra. I'm going to empower it. Sounds good. So make that deck save. Okay. 34. Describe what you're doing, Mira. You see this thing starting to envelop. So this whole time, I feel like since she told Deshauna to talk to him when he, she thought she was, I don't know, that sounded like a good idea at the time. Um, she's been s- slowly crackling. Her eyes are becoming more like a rising tide. She's getting a little glowy. Her hair's getting a little crazy. And right when that happens, she shoots off a lightning bolt. It streaks through the air and gives off a brilliant flash of light that contrasts the blackness in the entire cavern. It strikes through, and it sizzles and stings and arcs all around the skin and into the entire corpus, as if a bunch of Christmas lights just go everywhere in the cave for a quick millisecond. It turns its head to you, and you think you saw a little bit of consciousness in this creature, a grin. (sighs) And you see just a less bit of electricity just flickering around its face (laughs) as a little bit of understanding. It takes no damage at all. And Dashana gets enwrapped. You see this creature wrapping around Dashana, and you felt good, the lightning. And Dashana, you were looking at Lyrian Locke, who was going to help you out of a jam, and then all of a sudden, inky black lightning darkness coursing and crashing in on you. That was actually going to be cool to apply that to you. But how do you dodge it? Spread out my wings to just to just push it away, like, to the side of it. Away from it. Sounds good. Now I believe it's layer zero. <laughs> Deshauna, in your head you hear, <laughs> Soon. No. Radimir, you see the getting closer and closer to the, uh, I guess, the apex of where the, Is the, light the eclipse. You can see light flickering down and the pathway down that you guys took. You can see moonlight echoing off parts. It looks like there's maybe mirrors or something Ooh. super reflective obsidian in there. And it's shining back and forth. It's not quite making it all the way down, but you can see it starting at the top. So it's coming down further. Yeah, it's coming down further. So, so it seems cool. like as the time's going on, this beam of light is coming closer and closer as the um, eclipse is occurring above the pillar. Soon? What does he mean by soon? Oh, this place. I want to get out of here so bad. Let's see if we can make this, make it through this next week on plus 775 to hit KWNK 97.7. Reno. 